What's up, everybody? It's Wes and Andy, and we're back. Welcome to uh, Random Fandom Tuesday, uh, episode number 51. Almost 50. Higher years worth. Blows me away that we've been doing it this long. Yep. It's interesting, uh, considering our other stuff that we've been doing for the last couple of years, but Random Fandom has just been the little, the little choo-choo train that kept going. <laughs> Always more random stuff. Episode 51 for the week of uh, February 20th, 2024. Hope your week is going well. I hope wherever you are, you're uh, living life to the fullest, having a good time. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, is there anything we want to start with or you want to uh, get right to we're it? We're one day away from an exciting new season. Well, which one? Bad well, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I know. I mean, I, I want to say I'm, I'm absolutely anticipating it. I'm you completely want it, you need it, but I, I, I love that the show. looming thing. Like this is it. I was the person that was uh, pessimistic about the show. I did. We need this. That was me prior to the first, first season, but after it got going, I was like, Oh yes, I need this. And I need more of it. Yeah. And last season you made me, oh my God, they sucked me in so much. They made you care. He really did. And then they took my boy away. Yep. They took tech away and I want him back. I want him back. And I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, if you look at it, like season one, we got the whole batch in figures season two. We got the updated suits season three might have to do it again. Yeah, we did get the updated look. It was like the, it was a very striking way to tell us that they have evolved. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they, their empire roots. do they continue that evolution away from their clone roots on their way to becoming individuals in the galaxy at large? I don't know. I mean, the whole family element is such a pervasive theme throughout the whole show. Yeah. And like the whole it's not just like their little group. It's all clones. I have a hard time seeing them breaking up. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't see them going their own way. Yeah. That being said, watch an echo go off to, you know, sure. Fight the resistance. Do you think anybody's going to die this season? I mean, of our, of our main heroes. I I do believe it is possible. I do as well. And I, that, that's when I say, I don't know if I'm ready for this. (laughs) Money's on crosshair. Oh, you think so? I think the gonna, unredeemable. He's going to pull the sacrifice play and right. get Omega so, out of danger. And here comes the redemption thing that I've been talking about since what? Season one? One. Yeah. 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 If this guy's going to get redeemed, it's going to be uh, posthumously. Yep. It's the only way he's so, he's been so evil uh, over the course of the show. There's no other way to redeem him, but True. a sacrificial. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And we got uh, the live action avatar coming this week. Yes. So, uh, is like that said, a movie or a series series? Okay. It is a series. 
Um, and thank God, uh, I know a lot of people did not really care for the live action film that it was True. maybe a little too far from the source material. I think so. But as somebody who, and I've said this before, I've tried to sit down and watch avatar and it's really difficult for me because of how behind childish it is in the, in the first season. It's so childish and that takes me out of it. I know uh, Hank has been a big, uh, a big sort of proponent of like, stick with it, get like, even if you skip the first few episodes and pick it up later on, it does get better. But man, I just, I want to experience the whole thing. And I've been holding out because what I've seen so far of the live action, I think this is my gateway. This is my gateway. And maybe I will go back and rewatch the anime and finally get through it. But yes, nice. Star Wars, the bad batch uh, this week, as well as avatar. Of course, um, I want to just finish on that note and say that means that uh, our little show, The Fan Batch, will be back in full force this coming uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday, February. What's the date on Sunday? Oh, my gosh. I should know this. Sunday, February 24th. You can catch us in an earlier time slot. I know um, uh, there's been talk about picking up our regular 6 p.m. time slot, 6 p.m. Eastern, but. We are getting a uh, triple episode uh, drop tomorrow, um, and we've decided that we want to cover them all in one shot, and there's no way we could do that uh, with such a late uh, evening start. So you can catch us on Sunday the 24th in a new, at least temporarily, uh, temporary time slot of uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Eastern for uh, our premiere episode of The Fan Batch. I actually think it's the 25th. Is it the 20? Can I not even read a calendar? Well, it's under an ass, but they don't give you which ass. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're totally right. It's the S beside the S. The not the S. S beside the F. <laughs> yes, you're right. It's, the 25th. So you get S and M. The 25th. Oh, oh. Well, it is an adult show. Yeah. All right. That being said, let's get to the business at hand and let's, let's open it up with another dose of random fandom trivia. All right. So question for you this week. Yeah, sure. Um, in the movie Casablanca, hmm. what kind of street performer Casablanca? I haven't seen that in a while is featured in the opening city scene. Oh my gosh. Okay. Is it a, a musician B a mime or C a juggler? Wow. Um, I've seen Casablanca. I haven't seen it for a long, long time. And I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I do not remember, man. I don't remember. What do I know about the movie? It's a uh, wartime. It's uh, during set set during the, what the second, second world war somewhere in there. Yeah. In Casablanca, which was like this place where the war kind of yeah missed, man. I don't know. Um, were street musicians a big thing back then in the, the late, 1930s and the 40s well they might have died off because that was more like a robin hood type thing where you mime i was running around right i think of mimes as being a french thing and that, that definitely doesn't ring a bell for me juggler i don't know i i'm somewhere between a and c but i don't know the answer okay i don't know fair enough anybody in uh, viewer land want to take a shot at this before we uh, get to the answer here's where we still need our jeopardy music <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll have one it day. yes sooner than later i keep saying i'm gonna fiver that stuff and i haven't done it yet 
All in for all in. All in for all in. Don't forget, uh, Random Phantom is a 100% audience participation show. We look forward to uh, fielding your comments and your questions in the live chat on whatever platform you happen to be watching on. Or if you uh, want to uh, have your say on the show, uh, hit the custom WhatsApp link and you can uh, call us live and be on the show. Mm-hmm. All right, man. What do you got for us? So uh, the answer to this week's question is C, juggler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Juggler it is. So he's a little dude just juggling in the square there. Now looking at that frame of film. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I never would have pulled that out. I'm not so familiar with Casablanca to know that. Fair enough. But, uh, that does move us All on right. to our uh, news items of the week. First item uh, on the block. What do we got? And for two weeks in a row, we do not have a death. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Cause that's a total downer, man. It is. But uh, we do have a broken record. Oh man. Um, this first one's kind of neat. I saw this earlier. Uh, yeah. Earlier in the week. And I was, I was quite impressed to be honest. So the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. Yeah. Uh, has had 365 million people view it in the first 24 hours. It was available. Yeah. Making it the most streamed most streamed trailer of all time. Of all time. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Now. I mean, that says a lot. Uh, not necessarily for the MCU, but just how many people really loved Deadpool and are maybe anticipating what this one's going to be like. Yeah. Maybe it's the Wolverine draw. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Or maybe it's because so much of it was, uh, I don't want to say spoiled, but you know, set leak photos. And there was an awful lot of that. Not to mention, I mean, Ryan Reynolds then putting out the spoof one. Wow. Was that awesome. Um, there's a, did you catch the news? It's not really news, but did you catch the, uh, there's a, a fan theory that, uh, lady Deadpool's in this as a variant. Hmm. They're calling one, one, uh, frame of film that shows presumably Deadpool, uh, with a pair of mini Uzis. Hmm. Um, but they're like, those aren't the gloves that he's wearing. And they, they mentioned that the mini Uzi is the signature weapon of lady Deadpool. Okay take that a step further some people are commenting that uh lady deadpool might in fact be played by uh, blake lively <laughs> that would actually be ryan's cool. wife yeah <laughs> i'd be okay with that i'd be okay with that anyway All you need to do is get emma stone in there and do uh, gwenpool oh yeah seriously <laughs> man i wouldn't rule that out yes i mean we go for broke it's one of the you see it's stuff like this, this and it's the it, you, the stuff that they've shown us, but I question what haven't we seen? Yes. I don't believe as exciting and hype building that the trailer is, I don't think that they've shown their hand at no. all. I think there is way more, even with all the set leaks, I think there is way well, more that's going to happen in this movie than we are the aware. The majority of. of those set leaks took place near that uh, 20th Century Fox logo, right? Yeah. And that's only going to be like one little piece <laughs> of the film. One, yeah, one scene or something. So, right? Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Most watched movie trailer in uh, in uh, of all time. Yep. Wow. So moving on here. Uh, this is good news. Uh, Bumblebee's Travis Knight is in talk. Oh yeah. Travis Knight. to direct the masters of the universe live action movie. Yeah. I've, you know, I've been following this one, uh, quite a bit. We did a, we did a feature on this a while ago. Mm. Um, we talked to a uh, former Mattel executive, Scott Knightlick about this. He wasn't too optimistic about this movie getting made. No. And, uh, even I have, my hope has slid into the, uh, I, I think I said, uh, it falls in the same camp as where is my live action Robotech movie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these two are running neck and neck, although 
the latest news says that they are going to do a script rewrite, but it's going to be based on the previous script um, by the Knee Brothers. Hmm. And the Knee Brothers, we had a clip uh, with them talking on a podcast. They were very, very uh, excited about this. They had a lot of good things to say about it. So I feel like, like I want to put my hope in, into this. I don't know if that's misplaced. No. I want to hope. <laughs> hope is good. I mean, yes, we all got crushed when Netflix is like, yeah, we're not going to do it. But that's the thing that bothers me. Moving gears like, again. So. so now what they're talking, uh, Prime Prime Video now, I think, is the so. is the, can, the the running candidate. I mean, if Netflix turned it down, and Prime has done that before, uh, they've, they've picked up shows that Netflix has said no to. Yeah. So. And I we mean, know they're not afraid to dump a budget into it excuse me sorry <laughs> yeah with the most expensive uh, uh show in history with yeah. the uh, rings, rings of power, power for sure um plus they've got a few i mean they've got a couple of genre hits on them they've got the wheel of time going for them as well i think that this is a great property for one of the streamers uh to pick up absolutely i mean toy wise there's been a huge resurgence uh, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I was watching another uh, YouTuber. Shout out to uh, Ken from Toy Connections on his uh, most recent video on the top 10 80s toy lines. And uh, talking about Masters of the Universe, uh, you know, I was thinking about uh, toy lines and uh, that have made a resurgence. And really, you were absolutely right with Masters. Like, there was a period, there was an absence yeah. of Masters toys for a long time. Yeah. And not only are they back, but they are back in force in, uh, in a couple different form factors. And, uh, man, it, you got it, your stuff's been in there with the Kevin Smith stuff. Yeah. You've got the more child friendly Netflix one. I, that's kind of all. Kind of now. Done, yeah. But, uh, and you got your origins line, which keeps going. Yeah. Origins and, doesn't and, seem to have any end in sight. No. And they keep pumping out crossovers too. Like yeah, the yeah. WWE one. Now there's the turtles of gray skull. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see uh what's going to happen. Uh, I mean, as far as a live action movie goes, um you know, I'm I'm all for it. And I'm all for poetic license as long as it stays uh true to the spirit yes of of what it's supposed to be. So, like even like I, I don't mean to go sideways here for a second, but let's talk about uh, Revolution for a second. Did you expect the, to like Gwildor as much as you did? No. I didn't expect him to reference the movie either. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of self-referential. I did like that. Yeah. I did like that, which in the Kevin Smith Motu land kind of canonizes the, the yeah. live action film. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Just keep the spirit of, of the, the franchise alive. Exactly. More Motu. More Motu. Can't say no to that. Nope. But uh, as long as he gets it, I think it's in good hands. I think so. I mean, Bumblebee the, the Bumblebee movie was, uh, I hate to say it, it might have been the, the best of the Transformer films. <laughs> and I'm a huge Transformer fan. I love the, I love Transformers. I've seen every movie. I like the movies. I don't love them. I like the movies. But Bumblebee felt the, felt the closest to the kind of Transformer movie that I wanted. Hmm. Yeah. Rise of the Beasts uh, was right there with it, too. I haven't seen that one yet. And I'm not a Beast Wars fan. No. So, no. No, not at all. Fair enough. All right. Well, this next one's kind of weird, but uh, oh, I I've seen this come up a couple of times too, this week. Uh, Ian McDermott has uh, shared his theories on whether or not Emperor Palpatine has sex, and according to the uh, 
<laughs> veteran of the Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah, he does. So apparently Palpatine gets down. I mean, the Jedi kind of did that whole attachment thing, and it's they not. Did. Yeah. And it makes sense, like the Sith Lord, you know, passion, pleasure, all that jazz. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, uh, he's like king of the universe at this point. Of course, he's going to have whatever he wants. I'm sure, you know, I am pretty sure in some of the Legends era stuff, he had uh, like concubines. Probably. So, yeah, I mean, that's it's not outside of the realm of, of possibility. Strange, though, like. Did you ever think of this before the headline came up? No. No, me neither. Yeah. Does anybody really care? No. <laughs> I mean, do you even want to think about old Palpatine getting, it's like, you know, the 80 year old with Anna Nicole. No, no. And I think of the, uh, the, the, the heritage of Ray. Yeah. And uh, her father was a Palpatine clone. Oh, so, so that wasn't like a genetic you say granddaughter. Yeah, I guess so. When you're talking about generations removed, but like, really, is she a granddaughter or is she a daughter? Because yeah. Yeah, exactly. Daughter. Exactly. Yeah. So old emperor, uh, wrinkles, uh, likes to get wild. <laughs> do it. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, that's uh. terrible. I can't help it. That wrote itself. Yeah. Yeah. But moving on here. Uh, last week on Valentine's Day, Marvel actually uh, brought the heat. Uh, they revealed an image for the Fantastic Four. Oh, I saw this. With the casting choices and a whole bunch of Easter eggs. So, I mean, is it lost? It's not lost on anybody that Herbie's in this, no. in this shot. You know, people have been breaking this down like crazy looking for Easter eggs and whatnot. And they're setting the time frame uh, somewhere, I believe in 1963. So that it's an origin story. Yeah. It's an origin story for sure. So they are going to be astronauts. Uh, as you can see from uh, the things astronaut portrait on the wall. I'm really happy with this casting choice. Yeah. I don't really know. It, so uh, the thing it played by uh, Ibn Moss Bacharach, yeah. who I know as the slimy villainous skein from Andor. I don't really know him outside of that. I mean, I've, I've seen him in one other movie where he plays like just a friendly tow truck driver. It's a romantic comedy, but anyway, love that choice. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. And it, confirms what uh, was rumored back in October or something. Yeah. I mean, Pedro Pascal as uh, Reed Richards, the, the, the joke, remember the joke? Uh, well, I guess it really wasn't a joke about the rock being franchise Viagra. <laughs> I mean, that title is almost transferable at this point. Yeah. You know I what I mean? The one floating around, he's got the infinity gauntlet. Now he's got like the star Wars and game of Thrones. <laughs> That's funny. Or, uh, not stranger things. What's the other one? Oh, the last, the last of, us. of us. Yeah. The last of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Pedro Pascal. Do I think he's the best choice for Reed Richards? I don't know. But then again, I don't know who else was up for the role either. So yeah. um, am I okay with this? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I guess so. I mean, he played a cowboy in uh, in uh, those Kingsman, one True. of the Kingsman movies. So, And he does have range, right? Like, look at oh, yeah. Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman. And wow. even though I did quite... <laughs> care for that character <laughs> it's gonna say it was do we have to talk about that one it's very different from the mandalorian sure how about uh the character that he played in the the massive weight of uh of the 
Oh my God. The Nicholas Cage move, the unbearable Nicholas Cage film, the unbearable way to being of massive talent. That's oh, what that. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> Who's Javier? I am Javier. Oh, hello. <laughs> Nick Cage. We got Vanessa Kirby is Sue Storm. What do we know her from? Uh, you know what? I don't know for sure. Well, that's a, that's a good question then. Um, but we do have, uh, in the role of Johnny storm, uh, Joseph Quinn coming hot off his, uh, stint on stranger things. Oh, right. Yeah. But as you said, Herbie, the robots there, uh, the life magazine is definitely setting the timeline. Um, it's it, Vanessa Kirby. It's kind of nice to see the, the thing portrait that way. You're not just seeing the thing but you're gonna see the face behind it right right so oh wait she was in oh she was in a mission impossible movie oh who she Shaw. Shaw. i don't know who she played in that in uh dead reckoning part one. Oh, so oh wait a minute oh wait now i know who we're talking about yes That's yes okay okay I always feel dumb when I don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> and now I'm a little less dumb. But it is uh, going to be directed by Matt Shackman. And uh, Josh Friedman uh, was said to be brought on to rewrite the script. Okay. Written originally by Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer. And they've said that they're taking inspiration from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I don't know how well that is going to translate to Marvel's first family. Danny DeVito going to get a cameo in there? Maybe Danny DeVito can be Herbie the Robot. <laughs> he could voice it. Yeah. Sure, sure. I'll just come in and be like, anyway, I started blasting. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But if it's if it's patterned, like how close do they want to go to It's Always Sunny? Because it's yeah. just like a half hour of them screaming at each other. Yeah. Funny as hell. A lot of it is, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it would wear thin on a Marvel family, I think. That they're always kind of just at, each, at other. each other's throat yeah yeah but never know could be good i mean it can't be any worse than the last one <laughs> yeah did you like the last one i did not not at I all i did not like it no okay uh no no i like miles teller i don't know if he was a good reed richards no and yeah. again michael b jordan awesome like michael that b jordan was not the role for him yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> yes. Danny DeVito would be perfect for the mole man. That would be awesome too. <laughs> I agree with that. Hell, he pulled off the penguin pretty well. So oh uh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Thank you, anonymous Facebook user. Appreciate that one. Next up here, uh, the trailer came out this week for Life After the Never Ending Story, which is a documentary that basically catches up with folks after the movies third in the uh, life after franchise. Um, but yeah, you get to go and see what's happening with some of the actors like uh, Treyu and the childlike Empress and remaining living cast members. Anyway, is this going to be a theatrical release or is this a, a streamer? I think this is going to be a uh, streamer and it is said that it'll be released on region free Blu-ray and streaming April 6th of this year. That's interesting. I mean, I'm a fan. I, I mean, the first one, uh, uh, more so than the second. Yeah. One, but um, I, I like these movies. They, they were part of my childhood. Uh, I'm definitely down for this. Yeah. And you get to see, you know, as long as I don't have to watch that horse die in the mud. You might have to. Oh, it's like 
number one traumatizing scene in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For kids' films, that and uh, Return to Oz. That that's a nightmare, man. Have you seen Return to Oz? I don't think so. It's on Disney. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> if you're watching it, think about how old you were when that movie came out as you're watching it. And imagine your your you know younger self watching it. Although for you, it might be right up your alley. I don't know. It could be because, you know, horror is kind of my thing. It is, yeah. Speaking of horror, uh, Chucky Season 3 Part 2 has released a uh, teaser video. God, he looks awful. He does. Well, that's part and part of the story. Uh, he can't get out of his body at this point, and his body is starting to age rapidly. The, the doll body. Yeah, it's now, because, you know, in the original movies, you'd be like, Oh, I'm human. I'm stuck in this body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, now the body is kind of catching up to him. Isn't that something? Eh? So I guess that's just the evolution of the, the character really. And, and story-wise it's still awesome. There's, there's four episodes left to go. Um, and they will arrive on April 10th. Uh, again, after filming delays due to the writer strike and all that stuff. But uh, and this, this has nothing to do. Now there's been another Chucky series before, right? The one that the Netflix thing. Uh, there was the, a the reboot, Mark, the Mark Hamill thing. That was just a standalone. That was a standalone thing. Oh, okay. It had nothing to do with this. Did it have anything to do with the original films? Just in name. Really? Okay. Yeah. Basically Fine. they went the route that, uh, one of the programmers, uh, delved into the AI and programmed it to be. Oh, you know, okay. Okay. As some sort of revenge plot for losing his job. I mean, I, I always wondered how that fit into the bigger, the bigger picture, but that, that, it doesn't yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't yeah the creator Don mancini he basically said this has nothing to do with us this is what we're doing interesting sticking to the roots of it because there's like eight or nine movies and then now three seasons and, yeah of TV uh, shows, a so. series yeah but uh whether or not it will continue after this because they are kind of getting they're running out of ways to keep bringing them back i mean it's it, to me these horror franchises like it's it's more of the same so you either watch it because it's familiar territory like do you watch something like this hoping that there's something new well they went into it in a new way yeah uh, because at the end of the final movie i believe it was cult of chucky okay uh, he had split his personality into multiple dolls and oh. then basically sent them out the army of chucky the army of chucky's <laughs> and then kind of addressed that in the first two seasons and then by the end of season two, they had eliminated all but a couple. So there's now. So like now he's down to his last Ch body. Chucky Prime and a couple of minions. Uh, I think the last minions got killed off in the first half of the season. All right, then. But That's an interesting way to do it. Yeah. But I mean, it's still the, the same old slasher, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like seeing a Friday the 13th movie. You, you know what you're going to get. Pretty much. Chucky's going to kill some people and then he's going to crack jokes. Yeah. Okay. So, but the teaser is uh, there available. We've linked to it in the show notes and, uh, you know, it gives us some insight as to what's going to happen into, in the remaining. Episodes, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, doesn't give too much away. But also this week we got uh, another trailer. Um, man, I must've had my head in the dirt this week because I've, I have not seen a lot of this yet. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Uh, trailer two came out and oh, uh, I definitely missed that. Yeah. There is so <laughs> What's much going, going on, on there. Uh, at some point he's going to face off against the scar King who okay. is going to, you know, go at him with the whip of, uh, what I'm assuming is a Godzilla type creature spine. Oh, really? And he's going to fuck up his arm. 
So they're like, yeah, we are going to help them out. And we've made some augmentations to this. And you just see like almost like a little Iron Man. Like an exoskeleton. Yeah. Yeah. So like all right. Cast for his arm. That's cool. And there's so much going on in this trailer. So you got to go check this one out. We've linked to it in the show notes. I'll be watching it but, right after uh, we end the show tonight. Oh, looks so good. So good. Yeah. I, I'm, I did not see that. And I'm quite, that's like one level removed from where's my uh, Pacific Rim crossover. Yeah. You might be getting there. <laughs> Maybe we're even closer than I thought. Maybe. But like they do in this trailer, they do delve more into the human side of it as well. Uh, our the little girl who signs with Kong is back again. I heard uh, uh, Mothra is back in this too. Uh, I believe we get like a glimpse of Mothra. Yeah. I don't know where it was in the trailer. I couldn't pick it out, but uh, some people are saying that. Okay. Um, but basically she is picking up a signal and Kong and Godzilla are also picking up this signal. I wonder if it's the same. Like, have you watched any of Monarch? I have not watched any of them. Cause they've come up in Monarch. They've actually come up with a way to call Titans. Hmm. It's cool. basically a, like a, you know how in Dune they use the thumper to yes. attract a sandworm. Yeah. It's something akin to that where they basically is it going back to the first Godzilla where they had like, all batch of uh titan calls the motos yeah and they basically put them all together to make this you know eh, come get me it's a little bit different than that it's it's more of a they they know that there's a particular there's a particular wavelength of energy that uh basically works like a like a beacon okay and it will attract a titan hmm. and so monarch has been trying to uh, figure out how to basically predict the whole thing about monarch is predicting like they don't where they're going to, they don't want to have another G day, what they call mm -hmm. G day is in Godzilla. Hmm. But yeah, so maybe it's something from Monarch. Maybe, but uh, yeah, film stars, uh, Rebecca Hall, uh, Brian Tyree, Henry, uh, Dan Stevens, Kaylee Hoddle, uh, Alex Ferns and Fala Chen. Uh, I don't think Millie Bobby Brown is coming back for this one. No, eh? No, but well, the uh, the janitor dude, he's definitely back. We didn't get uh, Ken Watanabe back or uh, um, uh, the other guy, uh, the Marine guy. We never got him back either, so uh, that's okay. Yeah. It does look really good. Yeah, I'm all in. I, I'm and definitely there's, in. There's a hero shot right near the end. Yeah. This is like, oh, that's cool. Cool. Well, like I said, we'll be watching that after the show is over. Yeah. <laughs> so I can get caught up. So next up, we got some toy news. Right on. I like toy news. And we got a lot of it this week. Thank you, Hasbro. They dropped a whole bunch today. Yeah, I saw some of that today. But uh, First off, we're not starting with that. Uh, we are starting with the six scale Hot Toys Moff Gideon. I'm okay with this. I, I like the look of it. I just question where's my six inch black series, uh, Moff Gideon, Mando Commando. Well, Mando Commando. You, Mando Commando, yeah. Uh, as soon as you buy this, you'll get that one. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Yeah. <laughs> not at that price point. What is that? $396.92 Canadian. Canadian to pre right now. Ooh, I mean, I do love a Hot Toys figure, but wow. Yeah. But uh, it does feature the authentic and detailed likeness of Giancarlo Esposito, and it is a phenomenal yeah it's a great like i'm not it can't deny that but i mean that's that's sort of a hallmark of hot toys it they, is. they definitely have a, a, a great i mean but again scale plays a lot in that when you're talking about uh recreating a, a person's Face. likeness yeah. it's much easier to do it in, in, a, in a larger, larger scale yeah. yeah 
but there's also an extra head sculpt with a separate rolling eyeball system. In oh, nice. Movie, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Also comes with a crafted Beskar helmet, uh, 30 points of articulation, uh, eight interchangeable gloved hands, including fists, relaxed hands, hands for a spear, uh, a pistol holding right hand and a gesture left hand. Nice. So it's got his full Mandalorian, uh, armor, I guess you want to call it for the, what the whole what, 10 minutes that it was around. Yeah. basically. <laughs> but it might survive before he got a, before he got a cruiser slammed into his face. Yeah, it's just a splash wound. <laughs> but this one, it comes with a magnetic jetpack, so uh, no awkward clipping on. Just oh, that's good. Pop it that's on there. Good. Yeah, I'm surprised more of the manufacturers aren't getting on that. You know, that's a that's a customizer trick from way back. Yeah, magnets. Again, comes with its lighting effects, flamethrower effects, and stand and a whole bunch of this is probably the best look we've had at this you know like like i'm looking at the details of stuff that i don't even think i saw in the show Mm -hmm. to be honest with you and who knows like if it went anything like the obi-wan did they have this before or after oh i don't know i don't know but anyway this next one we got uh, our first look this week at uh, some stuff coming out of mcfarlane uh, Green Lantern, Batman, and Aquaman were all launched for pre-order last week. Uh, each is the seven-inch scale. It comes with their uh, physical accessories, but this one, these three come with a digital collectible. I was looking at that, and I'm I'm racking my brain. Like, what does that mean? Is that like McFarland's way of saying like an NFT? Like, I don't know. For I've tried to find out what the hell it what was. it is but you need to collect all three to receive this bonus digital build a figure. So I'm going to get a picture of something. You're going to get a picture of something. I don't care Uh, because I watched an interview with Todd and people were asking, you know, like, is this animated at all? Can you pose it or do anything with it? Or is it literally just a static image of what did he have to say? Uh, He said, not yet, not yet, but the way the technology is going, gee, thanks for asking that question. I got to put my guys to work on that. Yeah. He's thinking, you know, if we're going to experiment, it's going to be on spawn. It's not going to be on something we license. Um, Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's a fair. Once they get the kinks worked out, then they'll take it to PC or whoever licensor approval. Yeah. 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 But uh, the figure that you build is the digital uh, Mongol, which which has already been released as a, uh, a big fig. Yep. And it's a good looking fig actually is really cheap right now on Amazon, 18 bucks. Oh, nice. Um, um, the figures at hand here, I mean, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, that's a classic look at big, that's a classic look for him. And I mean, that would fit well if you don't have a Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, yeah. that, that to me looks like a worthy yeah. addition. This particular Batman, it, is this rebirth Batman? I think this is Batman incorporated Batman. Okay. But, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like it and I can't help but laugh at that Aquaman that the fact that they've tried to put the waviness in his hair like he's underwater yeah like and nobody's gonna have that who's gonna have him posed like that it's definitely going back to the uh, 80s version of him though are you oh, I'm okay the, with that not the 90s beard not the version. yeah with the uh trident uh yeah, arm stump are I mean if you had that figure would you pose him on a flight stand just to do that I don't know. I feel like you almost have to with that hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. I can't see him just standing there museum pose with his trident and having that with the wavy hair. I, I do wonder how uh, water resistant he is. 
because he would make a great addition to a fish tank. <laughs> yes, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's uh, the type of plastic that leeches <laughs> and kills your fish. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. But sticking with McFarland here, uh, they've announced that they are going to be collaborating with uh, Universal Products and Spirit or Experiences. Oh, hey, Vile's Roof. Vile Groove, what's up? We're doing all right, man. We're just uh, going through uh, random fandom uh, for this week. We're talking toys right now, uh, obviously McFarland toys. Mm-hmm. All is well uh, in our neck of the woods. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, uh, they want to expand on their Movie Maniacs brand uh, with a range of posed figures and corresponding digital collectibles. Getting in with Universal potentially opens up the the Universal Monster. It does, but now, uh, I mean, this first wave does not include anything from that. Um, first wave is said to include uh, Jake Blues from the Blues Brothers. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, does that mean if you're gonna do Jake, you got to give me an Elwood? Yeah, eventually. Because yeah. that's the only way I'm you going in on it. Yeah, 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 other, yeah. Right? But then next up, you get uh, Andy Stitzer from the 40 year old virgin. <laughs> so that one nice. should be coming with a whole bunch of little toys. Uh, does he come with his own clump of chest hair? And maybe a box of porn. <laughs> and then the third one is the dude from the Big Lebowski. Okay, so that right there. But these are, quoting to them, incredibly detailed six inch figures. Uh, with a numbered art card, scenic backdrop, and is posed on an environmental oh, right. base. So it's a statue. So it's basically a statue. It's really going back to the movie Maniacs. Yeah. The the history of that line. Yeah. And after watching the interview I did with Todd, it makes a whole lot more sense because he's like, you know, I know collectors want articulation and everything, but that messes with the art. Like, don't cut that. That's art. That's true. It's like, yeah, but when you're going for an action figure. Yeah. Don't call it an action figure. Call it what it is. Yeah. It's a statue. And again, with those digital collectibles, I, I don't, I, I don't understand it myself. It doesn't, you know, that doesn't add any value to me. And no. if, if there's an upcharge for that, I'm not interested. No, like, seriously, I can go to sideshow.com and download an image of it. If that's all it is, you know? Yeah. I mean, you go to McFarland.com and download a picture of it. You know, the first, the, the first person that uh, posts this on the internet, then everybody's got it. Yeah. Everybody's got it. Yeah. Right. If it's especially if it's a static image, yeah. Again, I still don't understand it, but yeah, I don't either. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, apparently, these ones will be launching. Uh, I didn't even skip the slide there. There we go. It's not much to look at, but yeah, well, we don't have any product to show on that. No, not yet. There's nothing out yet, not even like digital renders. Oh, no, no. Apparently, it'll be launching this spring and be available at retail and worldwide. So, yeah. And then to round out our uh, McFarland piece here, uh, they are doing a uh, McFarland Collector Edition Platinum Captain Carrot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this is an alternate chase edition. And Wait, was this on anybody's radar? I don't think so. Cause there is a regular version as well. Right. So you can yeah, yeah. get it now, but uh, there's only a limited enough number of this alternate version and it will be drawn at random through that eql thing that McFarland. oh sure sure so toy store customers who purchased the original captain carrot or the bundle will have vip uh priority for this draw well that's all right then yeah because if you were going to buy it already why wouldn't you want the chase does it i don't know anything about this character 
Uh, let's see here. He is a uh, rabbit from an alternative reality of cartoon animals. Uh, Rodney was a mild-mannered cartoonist until he ate a cosmic carrot. Rodney. <laughs> As the superpowered Captain Carrot, he joined the zoo crew. And, uh, you know, you can follow their adventures over in uh, comics and whatnot. Recently, he showed up in uh, the Harley Quinn series. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Love to see this guy hanging out with the Justice League. I would, too. I don't know. If you got a thing for rabbits, he's not bad. I, You know what? I actually... I've got a rabbit action figure. I have Jackson. Do you have that in the one Black Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. And I did have Plundar in the Masters Classics. Nice. But I think I purged him with the in the Great Purge of uh, 2019. But yeah, if you bought it and you're uh, looking to get the chase, get your name in on that draw. So I just can't stop laughing. At <laughs> just look at that, Captain like, Carrot. It just looks so bizarre. <laughs> But these look a little less bizarre. Uh, coming out of Super 7, we are getting our first look at uh, Motley Crew in the reaction form. Listen, I'm just going to say, I'll say what I said. When I saw this, and I saw it on the Super 7 on their Facebook uh, social media, I only had one comment for them. And all I said was, is the band trying to fuck Mick out of this too? Because like... I, I, first of all, they've picked a, an amazing era for the band. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's definitely well within the, the glam. Yeah. Uh, this is pre, pre, this is what girls, girls, girls. What is this? Probably around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're in the, they're, they're in the news lately for all the wrong reasons. Um, I just hope that Mick is not getting screwed out of this. Mm. Well, he does have his figure there. So. Yeah, I'm not, uh, this is not for me. This is not for me. Although action figures aren't for everyone. So I really do like Motley Crue, but this is not for me. It's all good. Although a little customization, they'd be a great, you know, replacement cantina band. Yes. They <laughs> They're on right after the other guys. Can you imagine that Motley Crue style? Just put some guitar in there. <laughs> But sticking with Super 7, uh, this one came out this week. Uh, I guess this is the whole wave, but uh, from the uh, Silverhawks. Oh, nice. Copper Kid and his Space Racer. You know, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking he's not vac metalized, but when, when they did their uh, Quicksilver, there was a lot of criticism that he was not even appropriately cartooned colored. Hmm. Yet I'm looking at the Copper Kid and he looks way more shiny. He looks more metallic than Quicksilver did. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, again, he's scaled to the seven-inch size. Um, and uh, with this particular wave, if you buy it all, uh, you get the exclusive Super Pack, which comes with a alternate Copper Kid winking head, a screaming blaster, and removable screaming blaster effects. Do you remember the? Do you remember the show? Not well enough to remember that. At the end of the show, they would do these little, like, they're almost like little school lessons. Like, you know how the, all the, the shows. G.I. Joe's. Be sure, like, they had a PSA of some kind. Yeah. Well, they would have, like, sometimes it'd be a math question. Sometimes it would be, like, a like an astronomy question. And it would always be, they would always be asking the copper kid. And at the end of the episode, he would turn to the camera and he would wink. Bing! Hmm. At the end of the lesson. So I thought, that's cute. That's cool. Um, now in order to get yeah. this, you are going to have to pre-order before March 10th. Uh, and it is two Oh five. 
205 Canadian? Uh, 205 US? I don't know the conversion on this one. I just looked at the site. So, it so if that's 5 US. Oh, then it's definitely US because they won't list because it as Canadian. The figure itself is probably what, 80 or 90. Oh, right. But then with and the, then the, the vehicle, vehicle itself, sure, sure. Which is scaled to that. That's right. Um, wow. That still seems a little, little dear for me. Yeah. I'm not such a, a Silverhawks fan that I would need to. Uh, haven't been chasing it. No, no, no. Fair enough. Well, that brings us to uh, some of the Hasbro stream stuff from today uh, during their Hasbro Pulse Freams, fan stream. Fan stream, yeah. Uh, first up, we get uh, the Marvel Legends series wave that will build you the uh, Zabu figure. Zabu. The. Uh, I think that's cool. Tiger I absolutely think this is cool. And the first thing that I noticed when I saw this wave immediately, well, besides, um, um, oh my God, what's her name? Wolfsbane and Cable was, I'm like, oh, 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 custom Marvel Legends scale He-Man. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. And I'm like, ooh, Kazar, what an interesting choice. Mm. Makes you wonder if you're going to get Shauna the She-Devil. I'm just surprised that, you know, that they're going there. Yeah. I never thought of the Savage Land as being this, like, like, Oh, super popular title. No, but X-Men adjacent. You I, I know that. Yeah. Other type, other characters have dipped in and out of it. Yeah. But Kazar. Okay. Maybe Marvel's answer to Tarzan. I was going to say, yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. But tell me that's not a, a, there's a He-Man in the making there. Oh, it, he's basically the same look <laughs> with boots as the uh, right. Ular from yeah. Marvel Masterverse. Exactly. He's savage He-Man already. Yeah. <laughs> No, no modification necessary. You could bulk him up a little bit, maybe. But... Yeah, I don't know. Do you th- is that a, he's got butterfly joints? Do you think that's a new buck or that's an existing one? Honestly, I don't know for sure. Hard to say. But uh, else in this wave, we also get. Uh, oh, what is it here? Black Winter. Black Winter. From Thor. Yep. Uh, Marvel's Cable done up in his. Uh, I want to say Capcom days. From Capcom yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, also get uh, Icarus again from the uh, Eternals. Much better looking uh, comic version than yes movie version. And then we get to the Superior Iron Man, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't silver him up a bit more for this one. Yeah, it looks awful white. Yeah, but then they also get uh, Red Widow, Kazar, as you said, and Wolfsbane. Yeah, I, you know, and I I like them. I mean, if I was a if I was an X-Men collector, I'd be like, mm, this might be a wave I got to get in on. Yeah. And like Zabu, the figure, he's a big figure. So uh, clearly, clearly more value than you got with Cosmo, the space dog. <laughs> yeah. As a build a figure. Yeah. I mean, the body alone is almost the size of Wolfsbane. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks to be fairly articulated and I don't know, posable. You know, I was surprised to see all that. I mean, at least with uh, Kazar, look at that. Three pairs of hands. Yep. A spear and a knife. That's pretty good. Three pairs of hands for any Marvel legend yeah. <laughs> for that matter is pretty good on a standard release. Yeah. The rest of them seem to have like only two. Yeah. But, uh, next up, they did reveal the next in the VHS line for Spider-Man, the animated series. Okay. Uh, Dr. Strange and Morbius. So you're getting the cartoon versions of them finally. I don't know if I like those. No, no. I mean, it seems very, again, it's kind of niche. Like, I think it's yeah. a, again, it's the animated series. So you either like yeah. it or you don't. Basically you're collecting it for the box, right? 
this is not the line for me to collect then because the boxes are gone. <laughs> and that's not the only one. Uh, also from the Spider-Man, the animated series on the retro card. Yep. Uh, Walmart exclusive for the Prowler. Interesting. Yeah. So that rounds out that uh, Spider-Man series. Well, doesn't round it out, but continues it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then also the uh, Target exclusive from the animated series on the retro card, uh, Carnage. Oh, so now he looks good. Now I'm wondering, is this the same Carnage that we got in that video box release with the black suited Spider-Man? Mm, I don't know about that because it's a decent looking Carnage. It is. Single card, yeah. You don't like. You've already bought the black suited Spider-Man previously on the retro card. Right. This would fit in then to fix that. Yeah, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you don't already have it, that's still. Yeah. Unfortunately, this one's a Target exclusive, so I think it'd be what GameStop or Toys R Us. GameStop or Toys. GameStop or Toys R Us in Canada. Yeah. I'm not sure who gets what anymore, but yeah. One of those. Uh, next up is a Walmart exclusive uh, Captain America from oh, we get those. Secret Empire. So really? this is like a minutes before Hydra Cap goes hail high. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the controversial. Yeah. What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what? Mind control? No. Cosmic Cube. That never happens in comic books. <laughs> but then they didn't stop there. They also uh, showcased the Spider-Man and Wolverine in their Fantastic Four uniforms. Uh, that's cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I think this is more later on in the uh, the Fantastic new Fantastic Four revival. Yeah. Because in the original, they were just sporting their regular looks. But uh, I mean, uh, look at Spidey's got a spider. Wolverine's got an axe. Yeah. yeah I like it. Yeah. I do like it. Next up, we have the deluxe Captain America, Sam Wilson, going to be a Target exclusive. And I don't know if this is just a repack of or and repaint of the Build-A-Figure from a few waves back. Oh. Or if it's like a hybrid thing between the two-pack release and the Build-A-Figure. That's a good question. I don't know. Regardless, it looks pretty good. I got to say, I like it. Um, did you see, talking about Sam Wilson for a second, did you see that there's new concept art for Sam Wilson? Uh, for the MCU, for the upcoming I movie, did not see it. They've changed his suit again, and I have to say, it's not for the better. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that, look it up. Look it up. The concept art for the new uh, Sam Wilson Captain America for uh, what is it? Uh, Brave, uh, Brave, Brave New, new World? World. Yeah, yeah. It's not New World Order. Anymore. I was going to say, what what title is it now? <laughs> it's not the one. <laughs> Has it changed again? About. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, this next one, sticking with the Hydra thing. Uh, Baron Zemo and Arnim Zola. Uh, those are both good looking figures, but this the is the third go around for the Arnim Zola. Is it? Yeah. First he was a build a figure. Then he was issued with Hydra Captain America. Oh, okay. Repainting green. And now we've gone back to the original build a figure custom. God, I feel like, game. I feel like I totally never saw this one, but, uh, he's got extra heads this time through. So I don't believe the extra heads were available back for the build a figure. And Zemo, Zemo looks pretty cool. And, more comic accurate yeah 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 with, with an alternate you know messed up head yeah 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 i do like those yeah and then to uh round out their stuff today uh three pack of what i believe is nick fury sharon carter and dum dum duggan well <laughs> it's nick fury it's, sam jackson yeah i was gonna say that lo uh, looks an awful lot like um mcu sam jackson uh, yeah uh, in nick his uh, shield blues i guess yeah really now dum dum duggan in the film was played by uh um 
the dude who played Damien Damien Dark. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh my God. I'm watching Band of Brothers again. I can't think of his name. Buck Compton. That's not his name. That's a character. Oh yeah. You know who we're talking about. I do. He's got those piercing blue eyes. Yeah. So do we think these are all like crossover type? I don't know for sure, but I don't know. You need a dum dum dug and it's a good looking figure. It is. They're all good looking in their own way. Hmm. I do like the two shield, uh, the blues though. Yeah. Do you think those are the same body? I bet you they are. Uh, I, bet you they're I don't know. Cause body. the dum dum Duggan looks a little taller. No, you're right. He does look a little bit taller, doesn't he? Just a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. That does bring us to the end of our toys. Oh my God. So, uh, <laughs> it's time. Oh no. Is it? Is it's it that time. time? All right. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. All right, it is uh, Lexicon, the word game where uh, we present you with a completely nonsensical yet 100% uh, true word. And uh, ideally, well, we're going to show you three definitions. You're going to try and pick the right one. But ideally, if we have done our job correctly, uh, we fool you and we pull off the con. Now, uh, full disclosure, I did not prepare a word this week. I was too busy doing uh, life stuff. So, uh, Andy. Stupid adulting. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Trying to get ready so I could make my deadline for tomorrow. Because once once the Bad Batch starts, my head is down. Yep. I'm in writing mode until Sunday. <laughs> Andy, you've got a word for us. I do have a word for us. Which is good, because normally I'm privy to all this stuff. uh, So I'm excited because I have no idea what we're going to do. All right. So this week, I have found the word for you. Sure. Nicodonia. Nicodonia? Nicodonia. That sounds like a little kid, like what a little kid would say and not want to get caught saying it. Maybe. Nicodonia. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Definition number one. A country in the furthest northern regions of Europe, bordering Norway and Sweden. I'd buy it. Definition number two. The name Nicodonia derives from the Greek Nicodonia, explained as having originally meant either the short ones or the lowlanders. Interesting. And definition number three. The feeling of excitement or elation that comes from anticipating success. Uh-huh. Oh, is it a country, a name, or a feeling? You know what? This one, I I know the answer to this one. I'm fairly confident I know the answer to this one, and only because I can see the the root word in it, and I can kind of work my way through it. Fair enough. I do have an answer, but I will wait to see what everybody else has to say first before I before I give you my logics before you lock in your, before I give you some, my logics, my logics. <laughs> anybody got an answer? Anybody, anybody, any takers, any takers for Nicodonia. Here, here we need that jeopardy music. Hey, wait, are we going to get a copyright strike? If I hum this, I don't know. Do, 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 
It's like Final Jeopardy. Thank you, Gwen. Oh, Kim's got an answer. Kim coming in at number three. The feeling of excitement or elation that comes from anticipating success. Any other takers for any other takers? Wow, there's a lot of silent people out there tonight. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. I am going to work you through why I feel, I also feel that it is number three. And the reason why I say the feeling of excitement or elation, I look, look at the root word, hedon, hedon, as in like hedonism. Hmm. I'm going with three. I always thought that meant something to do with some sex island down in the Bahamas. Well, that's a, that is a resort hedonism and it is, it's exactly what you think it is, but the, <laughs> the term hedon hedonist or hedonistic, I'm going with three. Okay. That's my answer. Well, if you chose anything other than definition three, then we've successfully pulled off. Oh. Three is the right answer. Three is what do you know? Right and I had no idea, but I, the, the, the word thing with the word within a word the only reason that i had any idea <laughs> wow so there we go all right well don't forget we'll be back next week with another edition of uh lexicon where hopefully we'll uh fool you again yep but you can't say you didn't learn anything nope wahoo thank you kim thank you very much and congratulations for getting that right mm-hmm. uh next up on our docket here they also released a trailer for uh marvel animations uh... X-Men 97 this week. You know, I'm so far I'm, I'm in, I mean, it's, it's not earth shattering from what I tell the voices don't sound right. Well, some people are dead. Well, yeah, some people are dead and have been recast and let's remember they're, they're, uh, 30 years older. True. Right. The remaining cast members are that much older. That's true. So, I mean, it's, it's okay. I think the thing that gets me is how, how much the image of rogue is making the rounds on social media yeah. because they've toned down, Don't forget what they stole from you. They've toned down her, uh, her, her, Venus. yeah. And I mean, grow the fuck up seriously. Oh, come on. That was some kid's first introduction to a curvy woman. Yeah. Well, and it was like one frame from the apocalypse episode. Yeah. 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 But Have you see you the one the where they reverse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Where you got Apocalypse showing off his butt? Yeah. Oh, just just grow up. But yeah, we link to it in the show notes if you want to go give it a watch. And you know, series as long comes as, out to March twentieth. So as long as Wolverine doesn't have an Australian accent, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we should say Drill Claw though. What? Don't you remember from Capcom? One move, Drill Claw. Drill Claw. Yes. This little spinny thing. Yeah. yeah I do dig the one frame though, where they show Gambit kind of charging up his claws. claws. That I I also enjoy. But at the same time, wouldn't that blow them up? Because those little playing cards go poof pretty quick. Sure, but does it the, the same effect on adamantium? I don't know. No, it's not going to do that. Or did he just energize his entire skeleton? His whole body. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes pop. And then just heals. That'll be great. There's a skeleton uh, like uh, sitting in a bunch of its own ichor and then just regrows. Wouldn't be the first time (laughs) from a cell under a fingernail. (laughs) Stupid. I know mutant healing factor. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, So this next one sucks. Um, But in light of the Vince McMahon thing. Oh, no. 
uh, a friend of Ashley Massaro, former WWE diva, uh, claims that Stephanie McMahon did know of her assault while she was in Kuwait for the WWE. Um, she took her own life back in 2019, and chances are this is a huge part of it. Um, That's awful. It is. Uh, before taking her life, uh, she had alleged that she was the victim of a sexual assault during one of the WWE tours of a U.S. military base over in Kuwait and uh, claimed that a man posing as a doctor assaulted her while the WWE apologized. They persuaded her not to report it to the appropriate authorities. And following her death, WWE claimed they'd never been informed of the allegations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, her friend, Kara Pipia, uh, she claims that uh, they knew and they were fully informed. Uh, and she was at the time battling an addiction to muscle relaxants. Uh, she's quoted as saying, when Ashley first started for working for the WWE, she told me that in the locker room, they handed out Soma like it was candy. Really? Uh, Soma, I guess, is a muscle relaxant. Okay. And so it is what they give to the wrestlers when they were injured because there was no not wrestling. You had a broken arm, you take a Soma, and you go wrestle. That's not cool. No. And uh, at the point when she was assaulted, she was addicted to these things. Uh, so she was already in somewhat of a drugged state lucid yeah yeah okay but whatever they administered to her rendered her basically helpless so she was aware of what was going on but had no unable to over her body okay um now we do have a interview clip uh linked in the show notes if you want to go watch that uh and it will tell you more of the details on it uh but uh after she was sexually assaulted they didn't even wait for her like they left her in Kuwait because they had to go do shows back in the States. That's horrible. Yeah. And uh, Pippa is also quoted as saying she spoke with Vince McMahon many times, but Vince had his daughter, Stephanie take his place because she was a female. Right. And as a woman, she would make Ashley more comfortable. Uh, they played with her and they played with her because everything that Stephanie said, make to make her feel comfortable, safe and whatnot. As soon as they walked into the boardroom, Ashley was completely on her own and she was threatened and there was no, no compassion, no sympathy. There was nothing. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, it also makes uh, note that there were people backstage who were sympathetic, were concerned, Yeah, but they were in a position where they couldn't do anything. It's just that whole, like, I need my job. Like, I don't want to, you don't want to rock, the, rock boat. the boat. I yeah. So, um, because even the other guy named in the uh, the grant lawsuit, John Laurinaitis, he claimed that uh, most of upper level management was aware of the allegations. And uh, he says they knew, but they didn't want to do anything about it. No. Um, and she did have uh, a message that she would like to say to Mr. McMahon. Uh, shame on you. How do you look at yourself? Obviously, he's got problems. Obviously, he's a sexual deviant. He needs help. He's not well. The problem is that people with that kind of sickness and that mindset are power. Why do they thrive for so long? Why does anybody or why doesn't anybody stand up when there are so many people in that company aware of what's going on to all these women? I think that, you know, there's less likelihood of, well, I shouldn't even say that because I don't really know. But when you are like the sole you know, when you're the top of the pyramid and there is nobody below you, yeah. no, nobody challenging, you. right. That nobody can challenge you. Yeah. Well, now the company has been sold. 
now there's people above him so. right well, well nobody's above him because he's out yeah out, out. but like you know uh, when it first broke we had speculated yeah will stuff like this start to spill out and yes it and is, here it is now it coming. Is coming out to light yeah, yeah you're right Steve Terrio commenting. Steve, good evening, everyone. Hello, Steve. How are things where you are? I hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know how much more terrible stuff is going to come out, but like uh, Rene Dupree had said, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Right. And who knows how deep it goes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, this could just be, the, the, like you say, the tip of the iceberg. Maybe there's more coming. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a good chance that there is more coming. Unfortunately, yeah. but moving on here, uh, Superman and Lois, uh, the season four premiere has been revealed. You must be excited about this. I am. Yeah. Uh, the CW president, uh, Brad Schwartz has revealed that, uh, it'll be coming back for the fall schedule. Uh, they were thinking about doing it in uh, the summer, Okay. but he has said that that would be, you know, wasting it because it's so good. Uh, he said really? he's seen the first premiere episode and it will make you cry. Oh, wow. And if the season finale is anything, it could mean we're going to see Superman die in the opening episode. Oh, no. His doomsday is there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's also said that it's like super high quality and it's going to make fans really satisfied. Like, yes, it's ending, but you won't be. We're going to leave on a high note. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. But, uh, uh, Elizabeth Tulak, though, who plays Lois Lane, uh, recently teased that fans should expect multiple deaths. Oh, wow. Because she said there are deaths involved and it's very epic. We're going out with a bang. In the end, there are actually very, very high stakes. So well, it's Superman. I yeah, mean, like Superman versus Doomsday has got to be. Yeah. I mean, if that's not sort of at the top of the uh, of the stakes. Yeah. Ladder. Exactly. But we are getting close to the end here. Oh no. If people wanted to call in on the yeah, WhatsApp, if there's uh, get on that. anybody who wants to have their say, now is your time before we uh, get to the end of the show. As we do know, this is the last season for it, but the reason behind it getting canceled has been revealed also by uh Brad Schwartz. I heard this. The real reason. The real reason uh apparently is because indirectly Superman legacy. I don't know what to, how to feel about that. I, I don't like it at all. Uh, like you're canceling a television show so it doesn't compete with a film. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. I don't think it's valid at all. Like there's room for multiple properties. Like you we can have the an animated whole... series, live action and movies all going at the same time. You know, we, and maybe this is sort of a knee jerk reaction to the, the failed DC EU. Maybe. I mean, we did have a whole, the Arrowverse sort of in full swing at the same time as the justice league. True. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think it affected the justice league negatively. The only thing that, affected that was itself that, yeah. <laughs> mustache gate yeah. <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. Uh, Schwartz is saying this decision was made by Warner brothers as the studio did not want another competing Superman property around for the release of Superman legacy. So, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it's okay, but it just feels thin. It does because yeah. scheduling wise, they could have changed it. They could have like, you know, scheduled this or a season five, whatever to draw yeah, yeah. outside of that. So there's no conflict at all. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, he did call the upcoming season incredible 
and says it's one of the best shows on TV. So kind of sucks that uh, they're going out, but at least they're going out on a high note. Yeah. Uh, also going out, uh, Marvel is canceling all its X-Men comics ahead of the upcoming relaunch. Uh, now, are, are you following X-Men? I've not been following it closely, but uh, like I haven't read an X-Men comic probably since the nineties. So like I have no investment in any current storylines, but like, is this the kind of thing that's going to upset a bunch of people? I, you know what? I don't think so. I think this is going to kind of like reset everything uh, because they're in coming to the end of the Krakoan age okay, uh, where basically they had their own mutant utopia Island, which was also a mutant Krakoa. Oh, oh okay. And uh, the Island itself is a mutant. Yes. Oh, okay. But uh, this group Orcus basically frames them for murdering a bunch of people uh, through medicine that has been created. Cause they went, they did, they went out, they were, uh, you know, very diplomatic with the world. They were trying yeah. to help it with medicines and whatnot. Sure. So through this, they get framed uh, and a whole bunch of X-Men have died. Um, some are missing, some are trapped somewhere. Um, but yeah, uh, they're shutting all their titles down. Uh, Wolverine is going to shut down again at number 50. Uh, okay. Finishing off the Sabretooth War story. Uh, Fall of the House of X, Rise of the Powers of X, X-Men, X-Men Forever, Cable, and the Invincible Iron Man are all set to wrap up in May. Of That's an X title? It is now. Uh, Why? Because this Orcus group stole yeah. uh, Stark Tech and basically made Stark Sentinels. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. That's and that's cool. To, to further tie it, he he married Emma Frost. Really? Yeah. So I don't know who's getting the the better end of that. <laughs> definitely Tony. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I guess the grand finale uh, is uh, slated for June, in like one big blowout issue or whatever. But uh, I guess you're planning to do a big relaunch just after. Uh, so like Wolverine in July, right? Cause I read a, I read a headline like that. I'm like canceled. I'm like, do they just stop? Or is there like, Oh, you guys are going to get shut down. So wrap up your storylines. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting a chance to wrap it yeah, up. They, okay. they, they are going to wrap the Krakoan age. Okay. Well, and that's good. Where then. it goes from there. I don't know, but I guess the X-Men will be part of the new relaunched ultimate universe. Oh, that's right. They are bringing that back. back. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whether or not they bring it back to the regular six, one, six, I don't know. I don't know, but they've put them through the ringer the last few years. So, I mean, it's not like a comic readership is, uh, you know, up. Yeah. So anything to get new people involved though, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this next one just broke uh, about an hour before the show. Uh, yeah. What's up with that? Disney, uh, broke a deal to sell the majority of their movie business to Sony. Uh, so what that means is that, uh, Disney will be outsourcing, distribution of its home entertainment media so like your dvds your blu-rays and physical media that's disney owned yeah and letting sony be the one releasing it i wonder if that's part of the the bigger thing like you know with the sony uh universe of spider people it would be the sony universe of spider people did i say that right the sony i think that is right yeah the sony which is not doing well this weekend the sony pictures spider-man universe maybe i think that's what it's called but yeah, yeah no it's not doing well at all no. Um, there is speculation that in the report that this could lead to layoffs at Disney, uh, but they are expected to conduct an internal assessment across the business to see, you know, who do we still need? Who do we not need as you know, the physical media will be going to Sony. That's an interesting, uh, an interesting yeah. deal. Yeah. And 
really like it ties them closer together and it does yeah the more they tie together the closer to spider-man they get i was gonna say is this uh disney warming up to buy them too maybe <laughs> now they're just a division of disney that's bad by the way uh madam webb not doing well at all yeah i mean even I haven't, I haven't seen it yet but uh even the 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 few people that i find that like reviewers that are of similar sort of tastes to to my personal taste are saying don't see this movie really it's not well it's the worst opening sony marvel movie uh ever yeah and that's 17 that's 17 million domestically oh. over the opening weekend that's horrible for a superhero movie Ugh. i don't know i was worried seeing the trailer that ezekiel was their villain because he's not a villain not a villain yeah uh, but you know what? I, I don't really know a lot about the character I do, but I, I, I have heard some of the criticisms and I, I, I don't disagree with it either at the same time, but will I see it? Um, at this point, I have no reason to rush out and see this in the theater. I will definitely wait, uh, until it's on home media somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, that does bring us to our second last one of the evening. Second to last. Uh, this one's kind of neat. Uh, I was, uh, introduced to it and I watched the trailer and, uh, it's close to home. Okay. Uh, this uh, next one is a short film called Lure. Oh, wait. I did see something about this. Yeah, and the trailer has released for it. Uh, but uh, it was filmed here in Bob Cajun. So this is a uh, this is going to be a festival, uh, a festival release? Yeah, yeah, short yeah. horror film. Um, and, uh, you know, I, the trailer, it looks okay. It looks very suspenseful. Yeah. And recognizable on some elements. It's like, oh, I know that lake. Oh, it's cool that, you know, uh, to sort of showcase some of the local, mm -hmm. the local geography. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this short film when it finally comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess the, the movie man is getting one more uh, festival. I still need to see that one, one. more festival uh, viewing. I need to see that one desperately. Hopefully they'll get a, a distributor for a wider release. I hope so. Or at least show it at the uh, Kinmount Theater. Yeah, really. But that does bring us to our last segment of the night. Oh, man. The last one. Well, you know what it is. Yeah. It's Andy. He's out there in the aisles. He's hunting for you and I so that we can save a few dollars with this week's toy hunting tip at uh, Dollarama. So this week we've got, uh, they've been out for a few weeks now. Sure. But they're still popping up. So uh, Hot Wheels five packs. Oh, yeah. Five bucks. That's uh, a dollar a car. That, yeah. You can't beat that. No, regular retail is usually eight ninety five and up. Uh, depending like on which pack you get. Oh, I like the Batman pack. It's got the chopper in it. It does. The Batcopter. And then the other thing is the Cats versus Pickles condos, which is selling for five. And, yeah. Uh, regular retails for $16.95 and up. I still haven't figured out what the They're little Cats versus Pickles. Beanie cats, <laughs> I guess. And they just come against Pickles. What do they have against? Who doesn't like a good pickle? I think they went with Pickles, though, because... Cats versus cucumbers just doesn't roll as well. Cats versus dogs. I don't know. Maybe. Cause you know, you know, all those cat videos where somebody puts a cucumber down behind them and they flip out and fly away. I guess. Yeah. Comment from red uh, over on YouTube says a new poster for border. The borderlands movie looks pretty, not bad. Hmm. I have high hopes. Borderlands. Never. Played. Uh, I, I've played borderlands. It's uh, it's okay. It's just okay. I don't know uh, how much time do you spend uh, establishing the the post apocalyptic sort of setting of the of the game, um, but you know maybe it'll be okay. Do you maybe really it'll need be okay. an origin as to how you got there. Or you well, you're there. 
Well, that's what I mean. Like, do you spend a lot of time, uh, you know, in exposition to establish that, or you just dive in and go figure it out as you go? Things suck right now. Here we yeah. go. I mean, other post-apocalyptic shows have worked that way. Yeah. You know, and didn't really have to establish a whole lot. Or you get like one line of, uh, like opening narration in the year, blah, well, blah, blah. The creator gave you a whole bunch of backstory. On it really did. Yeah. Point, yeah. 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 Borderlands. I forgot that was happening though. Yeah. Wow, man, that kind of brings us to the end of our, uh, the end yeah, of our show. Yeah. Well, listen, it, it might be the end of the show for tonight, but it's not the end of random fandom because we will be back next Tuesday night, uh, to a do this all stuff. over again. It may be a little bit thinner as both of us are uh, writing this week. So, uh, we'll have to split our attention, uh, to the news items. But yeah, don't forget, uh, we are back on Sunday, this Sunday, uh, February 25th. Yes. Um, we are going to go live at, uh, 1 PM Eastern time, uh, with our first episode of the fan batch. And we are covering all three episodes of the uh, three episode premiere of star Wars, the bad batch, uh, premiering on Disney plus tomorrow. So if you are uh, a, a late uh, a, a night owl and you want to stay up and watch it tonight, uh, please do so. I, for one, will be catching it first thing in the morning and then immediately locking myself here in the studio and uh, commence my uh, writing of uh, episode one. Nice. Can't wait to get back at it. I've, uh, I've missed doing this. I've missed hanging out with you and Hank uh, and going through this stuff. Need more and, Hank. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hank, come back. <laughs> well, I mean, he's been busy with his yeah, life. he's and- got absolutely got a lot of life stuff going on so we we don't we don't uh fault him for that Not but stuff often that though. being said um i i have it on good authority that he's very excited <laughs> to be back uh, on sunday um so much so that he was willing to take whatever episode we said here write this one um which is great so yes uh we are all gonna take one episode on sunday and uh, we're gonna cover the whole shebang sunday afternoon so uh Hopefully you, uh, you've got a a slow afternoon. You can hang out with us for a few hours as we, uh, work through the first uh, couple of episodes, bringing you all of the lore, all of the, uh, the connections and, uh, all of the plot details as only we do right here on fandom power. Mm -hmm. Man, you got anything you want to close on? I don't think so. I think we covered it all. I think so too. It was a a, a relatively uh, light uh, news week this week. It was. As always, uh, loved, uh, loved having everybody hanging out in the stream tonight. Thanks for hanging out with us for the na- the last, uh, almost what hour and 20 minutes. Yep. Hopefully we'll see you all again on Sunday. And as always, whatever your thing is fan on everybody. And, uh, for fan power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we'll see you on the next one. And bye for now, everyone. Hey guys, thanks for listening to fandom power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.